Kabbalah Shemini was 52, he was married already then. When he was married, he wasn't, even assuming he was Jewish, after he discovered Hashem, before then he wasn't quote unquote Jewish. So he married, he married Sarah. Thank God it worked out nicely. But you can't, no lengthy description of what happened because, you know. So you find the word Ava with respect to Yitzchok and Rivka, Yaakov and Rochel, Yaakov and Leah, yes, both. So what does it mean? So, Rav Dessler writes in his Kutus HaChesed that there's a concept called Koach HaNesina, the power of giving. Power of giving. This is famous. It's quoted here. The Shoresh, the root of the word Ava, is Hav, to give. To give. We normally think, is a quotation, that giving is a result of love. This is the other way around. Because you give, that's when you love. He quotes from Chazal. If you want to achieve love of your friend, have a no save and no sin also. Give him. If you give, you'll love. Tells a story. Maybe I'll read the story from the English, don't have to translate. Stories, stories, and stories. Let's see if we can find it. Here is a case which I personally observed. I knew a young married couple whose little son was the delight of their lives. War overtook the town where they lived and they were forced to flee. It so happened that the young mother was away from the home on that day. The father fled with his little boy in one direction while the mother was forced to take the opposite route. So the family was separated by the warring armies. So they remained separated in sorrow and yearning all the years of the war. At last, the battlefronts grew quiet, peace returned, and they were reunited. And what a happy, what a happy family reunion that was. Page 128. But a remarkable thing came to light. They could no longer make good that which the years had taken away. The love between the father and his son was deeper and closer than that of the mother for the son. Was it because she had pardoned for him as a small boy and found him grown up? Was she still yearning for the little son she had left behind? But this is only imagination. The cruel fact was that the potential giving of all those years was lost beyond recall. It was a father who had trained and reared the child and had lavished on him the thousand and one acts of tender care which normally fall to the lot of the mother. The love which springs from all that giving had passed completely to the father. There's a rumor, can't say if it's true, that this is autobiographical. Check it out for me in your history books. But that's what they say. It's all about himself and his wife and his kid. Wow, that's, that's scary. Wow, this is frightening. In any event, this is what it is. 
How do you create a proper Jewish marriage? And I quote again, there are some people who are notlin and not noslin. They take, but don't give. If they enter marriage that way, it will not last. Because they're going to look to take, and as long as they're taking more than they're giving, it's wonderful. But as soon as things turn the other way, and they feel that they're giving more than they're taking, they want out. They want out. It's like a business deal. It's a business deal. You know, as long as you're in the black and you're making money, it's great. Things go sour, sell the business. So things go sour, you sell the spouse. You look for something different, something better, quote-unquote. We've seen this so many times. I, I've seen it myself so many times, unfortunately. But let's talk about the outside world. Where much of the basis of marriage is the physical attraction. So what happens when the attraction wanes? We can give examples, you know. The, uh, the young couple, the beautiful people marry each other. Sometimes it happens that, you know, um, a young man looks great, and after a while, maybe he loses his hair, maybe he uh, bloats a bit, you know, the middle-aged paunch. We all, we men all try to avoid that. Hashem's help, I'm still... <laughs> I, I, I'm always proud to say my Tamidim will know that I'm still wearing my wedding suit. I only wear it three days a year by Shonyam Kippur, since I'm married, which is uh, quite a number of years. Every year before Shoshana, I get a little nervous. <laughs> Somehow it's still, I still get into the, the... But you know, not all my friends are that uh, fortunate, you know, whether it be... Uh, Nature and nurture, you know, and my genes or diet or whatever it may be. And, and my beautiful young lady. Ah, perfect, perfect. After a while, there could be some wrinkles coming in here, you know, uh, these things happen. And what happens if she bears up a number of children and she can no longer fit into the, what's it called, size two? I'm not an expert on these things. I got it right? I'm not sure. Whatever, whatever it may be. So what do I need it for? I'll, I'll look for some other trophy wife. Hashem That's exactly what Rev. Des is describing. And here again, I want to read it from the English. This is something I tell every single chas and kalman I meet them. Everyone without exception is the first thing I tell them. The first thing. Quote, page 132. This is why I always say to a couple in the joyousness of their wedding day, I don't wait for the wedding day. I wait till I meet them. I call it a pre-marital conference. I go over the various laws of the wedding. And the sh- After we finish the wedding, that's a scripted text, we talk about the marriage. That's what we're going to talk about this series. Not the wedding, the marriage. It's much more difficult. Weddings are easy. Uh, it lasts for five hours. <laughs> How bad can it be already? But marriage is for a lifetime. What's the first thing I say? I say to every single couple that I meet. Quote, Filling your hearts at this moment is a wondrous desire to give pleasure and happiness to each other. 
Take care, my dear ones, that you strive to keep this desire always as fresh and strong as it is at the present time. You should know that the moment you find yourselves beginning instead to make demands upon each other, your happiness is at an end. The very essence of a, of a success of a Torah marriage is giving. A non-Torah marriage is taking. 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 And of course, a sad thing. They're afraid to get married because they need taking. Taking. It can't even become a giver temporarily. And he quotes, there are couples who want as few children as possible. A very prevalent phenomenon in our time. It's just about it today. So it's people are outstanding specimens of takers. They do not want to give even to their own children. To sum up, the best relationship between husband and wife will obtain when both achieve and practice the virtue of giving then their love will never cease and their lives will be filled with happiness and contentment for as long as they live on this earth. What an amazing introduction to this series. It's so basic, it's so true, it's so critical. It has to be this way. And of course, it's not a surprise that the very first story about a shidduch, to which I alluded earlier, about Yitzchak, and Rivka, Eliezer is the one who's looking for the marriage partner. And what does he look for? Are we surprised at what he's looking for? Giving. Looks for the Midah of Chesed. And he makes a test, as you all are familiar with the fact, that he says, I'll ask for water for me, and this, this young lady will give water for me and for my camels. Whoa, I know that she's the right one. I know who says she's the right one. Who said she's the right one? Today, she wouldn't pass the list. Oh, check, 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 check. She didn't go to the right seminary. She did not even begin to consider her. And her parents, well, <laughs> wouldn't, make, wouldn't make the first base in today's crazy world. But you know, all that they were looking for was one thing. The one thing was giving. Giving, giving, and more giving. And the, the famous... Rosh Saran asked the question, why did, why did Avram send Eliezer so far away and look for a, mar- a marriage partner for Yitzhak? As he phrases it, did Avodah Zarah in Canaan and Avodah Zarah way, way off in Padan Aram? Says the Ran, it's true. Theologically, they may have been comparable. But theology can be deprogrammed with relative ease. We see it to this day. But mitos, but character traits, that cannot change overnight. It's so hard to change a mida. A quote from Yisrael Salanter. It's harder to change one mida than to finish all of Shas, all of the Talmud. It's so difficult to change a mida. And therefore, the Midas was somewhat better in Paran Aram, so, he was, so Eliezer was sent there. And what's he looking for? He's looking for the Midas HaChesed. And when he finds it, he's ecstatic. He's ecstatic. And therefore we see that giving is the key. 
It's the key to finding the right marriage partner. And it's the key to maintaining the marriage. Exactly as Rav Desta writes so beautifully in his Kudras HaChesed. I'd like to add, there's another side to this coin. If someone, is there a Chumash in this library? Should be one. Give me a Mikros, Gedolos, and Gracious. I'll read you from the inside. You're probably not going to believe some of the things I'm going to read to you. I don't want you to think that I'm making it up. Thank you, sir. Good luck with the size print. Okay. Not just the size print, doesn't have what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. I need a regular because of those. I'm gracious. I can't read the things that you're missing. You want to tell her a No, it's not. I need a classic, old-fashioned. I don't think you have one in the library. No, it doesn't have one. I'll say it by heart. Okay. <laughs> don't know that. There you go. That's the one we grew up with. Before the Torah Chaim, before the Aura, before the Art Scroll. This is what we grew up with. This is the of those which we always have. And it has a Kliyakar in it. And the Kliyakar has a remarkable, remarkable interpretation based on the simple reading of the words, but it, it's an incredible insight which relates to giving. There's another side to the coin of giving which I'd like to explain to you based on his words. Eliezer goes out. And what does he do? He davens. I always say, the first thing that he does is to daven. And he doesn't just daven. He davens with a, with a shalshelis. Right on my, I also know the Tamei Mikra. It's a long davening. And I tell everybody who's entering what we call the parsha, man or woman, you're entering the parsha, the first thing to do is to daven. Not just a little bit, a lot. We believe that tefillah is important at every juncture in life, but especially at this point in life. As a matter of fact, Chazal say in the Medrash, at the beginning of Parshish Vayetze, when Yaakov Avinu is going out to look for a wife, as his mother sent him out, his father sent him out to look for a wife, so Chazal in, in the Medrash say the very beginning of Vayetze, the first one, Everyone knows the song. Ezri Chazal say means Ezek and He's davening to find a wife. Ezri Mehim Hashem Ose Shamayim Varetz. So Me'ayin Yavo Ezri is typically translated as from where will come my help? Where will I find the Shidduch? Where, 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 where am I going to look? However, there are those who interpret Me'ayin means from nothing. You try here, and there's nothing, and all of a sudden, whoop, out of nowhere. We all know these stories. From nowhere. And that's how you understand the continuation. Ose Shamayim Aris. What's the connection? Hashem created the heaven and earth from Yeshmeyayim. Ex nihilo, from nothing. So too, a person is could be, who knows, languishing in Shaduchim for who knows how long, and getting no ways down in the depths, the pits. It's, 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 all of a sudden, whoa, out of nowhere. You have to daven a lot. As a matter of fact, 
I still remember when I when I became a, a chassid. So my mother, Oleha Shalom, who came from a good European background, you know, she wouldn't say nice things that the girls neither. Said about me, Erod good gedavit, that I davened well. Because my mother was completely correct, I davened well. I mean, I, I, don't, I can't shoot to my davening. Maybe she davened well. Ah, that's mm. probably more like it. In Huskus, Esa ena el ahorim. Chazal say in the same Eidish, Al tikre horim el ahorim. It's Chusavus that you find a, a proper shidduch. In any event, came back. After the very first introduction, Vayomar, with Amashal Shalas, in Perik Chavdalat Posuk Yudbeis. Hashem Elokei Adoni Avraham, Prince Davis Hashem, Hakre no lefonai hayom. What does that mean? Hakre no lefonai hayom. The word Hakre, as we know, comes from the word Mikre. Mikre means a coincidence, just happens to happen. Unanticipated. But Kliyoko has an incredible interpretation. Sheyazmin lo Hashem nara chashuva sheein darko lo tzeis klal that usually never goes out ulefisho b'mikre teite achshu lefonai dafka just just now she never goes out. Why can't she always go out? Kedei shelo tiye. Minayats onios, the gadabouts. Who was he successful in this tefillah that she never went out before? He says, Yes. Rifka Yotzeks, Hanara Tobas Mariamo, Bisula, Veish, Lo Yidah. You all know what Rashi says, but he says, No, nobody knew who she was. She wasn't part of the social circle. She never went out. No, who is this girl? No, no one knew who she was. Now, how do you know that no one knew who she was? Listen to his words. Shalohoya shum makira kileyotsos me'alom ki ba'pam zet. No one knew who she was. Now, a little bit of anyone. Anyone still single in this room? Any single boy find, maybe finds himself in this room right now, and he wants to find out a particular young lady. Here or elsewhere, whatever. Maybe I'm not trying to make a shidduchah, but just in case. Look what he says. The alkain hutzrach lishol as bas mi at. That's what it says. Eliezer asks her directly, bas mi at. Basically, we say in today's language, who are you? What's your name? Now, that's not polite. We just read, we're still, hold, we're still in Chodesh Siva, we read Megillah's Rus. What did Boaz say? Lemi hanarazos. That's the way to do it. If you want to know somebody is, a couple of married women here, they ask, who is that? And who are you? Who are you? It's not so nice. So the as I'm sure, must have gone to manor school, he paid in the new Emily Post. So, manners are, how can he just ask Basmiyat? That's, that's, not, that's not right. Says the Kliyaka, he had no alternative. No one knew she was. 
So what additional Midah was Eliezer looking for aside from the Midah of Chesed? The Midah of Tznius, of modesty. The Kliyacha continues the scene and goes a little bit further in the Parsha. And he says as follows, something quite remarkable. Vayikach ha'ish. The man takes, what does he take? Nezem zo'av beka mishkolo. Shnei What's this two? What's this ten? So Rashi says, beka is a rem as a shekelak shikle Yisrael. Says the Kliyaka. He saw in Ruach HaKodesh that the Luchas are going to be broken. Because Shalta Beluchas Rishonos Ayin Hara. Why? Rashi says in Parashat Kisisa, Fisha Nitnu Bepumbiyu Vekole Kolos. They were given in public with a lot of noise. And that caused the Ayin Hara, which broke the Luchas. As Rashi comments, Rashi is a Kisisa. On the words, Vale Elayahara. We read it on the fast days. We read it twice. And Tamo's coming up, and once it off. Why Elayahara? Rashi says, I Rishonos, the first Luchos were given. The Kolos, the Kehilos, the Teshuos. So says Rashi. Well, the obvious question, parenthetically, is so why were the first Luchos given in such, such public fanfare? The answer is to look at the Rambam, you look at the Kuzari, they both say the same thing that the Kabbalah Satorah in public at Arsinai is the foundation of our faith. Our religion is the only one that claims to have a mass revelation. Christianity has oh, a couple of guys seeing somebody walk on water. Probably had Zebiyah uh, to help with some skis or some of that. <laughs> and the other religion says that somebody saw a guy in the middle of the night go up in a cloud. They don't even make a claim of any real revelation. That's how the Kuzri proves that our religion is true. And the Ram says the same thing fundamentally. There had to be Bikolos and Kilos to Jews. no alternative. But it came at a cost. I and her and the Luchos are broken. So the Shkalim, which pre- prevent I and her, you know, the first Rashi in Kisisa, you don't count people, you count Shkalim, because if you count people, it's an I and her. And then they did it, because of my game for Rashi, they says. And Eliezer wanted to check Rivka out. Is she a balas ayin tova? She gave her a beka mechabal ayin ora. Rivka was a balas ayin tova. Shkolim, protect the ayin ora. What does that mean? Now, there seems to be a conflation over here of two fundamental character traits. And the best way to illustrate the relationship is by looking at the other side. I use two phrases which are similar but not identical. Ayin Ra 
and Ayin Hara. I'm sure you all grew up with the Ayin Hara, right? Kenein Hara, Bali Ayin Hara. Everyone knows what that means. And Ayin Hara, the Gemara has the Baba Basha, the Abbeis. Someone flaunts wealth, and everyone sees how, how hard the, the corn is growing. So it causes an Ayin Hara. Someone complains, why is he having so much corn? I have nothing. And that has an effect, Chazal said. Translates into halach alamaisa, building fences. What's ayin ra? That's a more technical term. It's a mission in Trumas, many of you learned first in Elam Matthias. Ayin ra, you're stingy. You're stingy. You don't give one fifty, you have to give one sixty, to the coin, whatever the case may be. Stinginess. What's the connection between being stingy and what we call ayin ra? Well, what's the opposite of these two bigos? Opposite of stingy is, is chesed. The opposite of ayin hara is tzniyus. Since these are the opposites of two concepts that are so similar, they too are so similar. The concept of chesed and the concept of tzniyus. And here Elias is looking for both. Chesed is explicit in the, in the parasha. And Sneus is the theme that is woven through the entire Pasha. And the Kliyaka quotes an amazing thing. What do you mean? She has blue eyes. Wow. There are many blue-eyed ladies that you will not go near. means she has an eye in Yafa, both in the sense of eye in Yafa of giving more than expected. One fortieth, we get more than expected. Get to the Gemara too, and Ayin Yafa, the opposite of Ayin Hara, sneers, as opposed to flaunting what she has, as opposed to what he called before Yatzonis and Gadabah, so it's running around. This duality is precisely what Eliezer was looking for and succeeded in finding in Rifka Imein. Pray tell. I believe there are more women in the room than men. What's a woman supposed to look for? The Torah is giving us in the, in the, in the one that unidirectional. And he has them looking for uh, a spouse for Yitzchak Avinu. What if a woman's looking for a spouse? What does she look for? The same thing. The same thing. You look for a man who has the need of chesed and the need of tzniyus. Both of those. That's what to look for in both directions. Both directions. You know, when you marry off a, a daughter, Torah says, as biti no sati lo ishazeh. Balamustu explained, the most important thing, you give your daughter in marriage to a mensch, to an ish. Today, you have to know, in some circles, well, what are his SATs? Or how much of shas does he know? Well, you, you, you figure it out. Before any of that, a mensch. He has to be a mensch. That's more important than anything else. Than anything else. Of course, that's in both directions. A mensch means someone, as Rav Desta said, 
was a giving person. She has to be giving, as we see when it comes to Rivka. He has to be giving. And to both give to each other, till 120, they'll be happy forever. As if that's the promises. If Chalila there, there's Natila and not Nesila, they'll be unhappy forever. Or maybe not forever, they'll be unhappy till it breaks up, and then they'll be unhappy again. This, therefore, is the assault. This is a fundamental basis of everything we have to discuss in this entire series. is giving. is tzniyus. You know, sometimes we see in today's world that people give, but they give only in the condition that they get some good PR out of it. I want a plaque. I need a plaque. Without a plaque, I can't give anything. Or... And we're not discussing giving in the financial sense, but giving in the, you know, we'll call it giving of oneself, of one's time, of one's neshama, whatever. But, you know, there's so much giving to be done in this world. Yeah, but it has to be something that everybody knows about. If no one knows about it, not so interested. That is a lack, not only in sneers, it's a lack of the chesed. Because if the chesed is, is, is performed with one eye at the PR, it takes away from the chesed itself. You know, when I sometimes recommend a young lady, the highest act that I can give is that she's a balas chesed and she does it with sneers. And no one even knows about it. I happen to know because I'm involved some behind the scenes. You know how it is. Behind the scenes. That's a, a high madrega than those who are giving in public. Now, there has to be some public life, no question about it. But those who are giving when no one's looking and are not looking for anyone to see it and trying to hide it even, gee. <laughs> I know so many such people, male and female. They're outstanding. They're great. The world needs more people like that. That is the perfect shit of prospect. Male or female. Person was a, a giver and does it without any eye for it to be publicized. You know, the Gemara tells us of Masechta Kiddushin, that's going to sound a little bit funny, but please understand. A man may not be Mekadesh a woman until he sees her first. Maybe you saw, read about some of the old Hasidic mices, you know, they were just uh, you know, arranged marriages. But even the arranged marriage, you got to see it before. Hopefully it wouldn't back out in a second. And why, says the Gemara? Because we are half to l'recha kamocha. What are you afraid about? She will not be pleasing in his eyes, and then it's not going to work out. It'll be a disaster, Churman. You have to see her first, and looks have to be pleasing. problem is that some, uh, I hope no boys will take offense, some young men are looking for Hollywood stars or someone who's going to be on the cover of a magazine. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's absurd. We have to be learning Kiddushin in the cold of the summer, and we're reading from the Svarim that 
men who marry for external considerations such as money or looks, a disaster. You have to marry for a proper character, proper family. Then if she has money, then if she looks good, uh, okay, that's also good. I think Bill Nagal is, is, is uh, interprets. Sheker achein, behevel ayofi, you all know this possibly by heart. Isha yiris Hashem itisalo, says the Bill Nagal. If she has yiris Hashem itisalo, bechein of yofi. Once she has yiris Hashem, we'll talk about how charming, how beautiful she is. But charm and beauty without yiris Hashem, we all know that's a total disaster. We speak about relationships it's so critical to understand what we're looking for. You see, Chain and Yofi, it's called an Ava Tluya Bedover. We read in Pirkeyavas, ain't so for the sky. Because, you know, as I said at the beginning, looks change, and some of the, the charm may make change. But Yiris Hashem, that hopefully will never change. If you're looking for that, looking for a chesed and sneers, hopefully it will never change. It's so difficult to change a character trait. Let me tell you one more thing. This is part of a more broader discussion we'll have in the future. Don't marry Al Shem Sofo. You know, I'll marry this boy, this girl, and I'll change him, you know, I'll, uh, this is this glaring deficient, but I'll, I'll make it good. Pie in the sky. Not a wise move. I've seen too many horrific failures. Basher Husham, or Basher Hisham, person as he wishes. Of course we all change, everyone changes. If you don't change, then you're, you're, you're it's nothing. You have to change. But where's the person right now? Right now. Just got a, a shit of call tonight about something. Where is he right now? Not where he was. Where is he now? Not where he will be. You know, we can't, where is he now? the first line of the Vilna Gon in Eben Ezer. First line. The first line in the Shogunach says that a man is required to get married can they live for us for live for us to have children. And the Vilna Gon cites the Gemara in the last half of Masech the Pax. But Tubav, that Tubav is a big day. And this year happens to be the very, very end of camp. It's Tubav. So the girls would dance, and each one would, as we say today in America, accentuate the positive. Those who are beautiful said, look at my beauty, and Isha Leofi. Those who are from good families, and Isha And those who had neither would say, you know what, 
get married to Shem Shemayim. Get us jewelry, makeup. So the Vilna Golan says, Sheker Achen and Hevel Yofi. Yofi is intrinsic beauty. Those who are intrinsically beautiful say, Look at me, I'm beautiful. And Chen is external. Whatever it may be, be it jewels, jewelry, be it, be it, be it makeup. What are you, you know better than me what it means? External. But Isha Yiris Hashemi The Mishnah says, don't look, no, look for the family, look for the children. Children are brought up with family values. That's the most important part of marriage. They live for us for Libros, right? So they're going to go. And on the bottom, in the version known as Birch Leo, there's a citation in the name of the Vilna Gon, which I haven't found elsewhere. Ah, a Rashi, which I'm sure drew a couple of snickers when people were growing up. Pasha's Lech Lecha. Rashi says, Now I know you're beautiful. So Rashi was the Medrash until now, he didn't know. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't. They were married. How long were they married when this happened? I, I suggest they got married at age 40. Now he's 75. 35 years of marriage, you didn't know what she looked like. I mean, come on. Didn't know that she was good looking. Chazal said she was the most good looking woman. What does that mean? They quote from the girl like this. Of course she looked good. But Ramavina wasn't quite sure. Wasn't quite sure. Why she always looked good? Was it intrinsic beauty? Just one of those beautiful women, or perhaps she was always put together. Like there's some people will never leave the house without their makeup, and I want to tell you, you know better than me exactly what this means. But only if they're, they're always, always made up. And oh, so she's still beautiful, but it's not really Yofi. It's Chain. Chain is externals. He didn't know which one it was. The test comes when you're going down to Mitzrayim. And you do not want to be looked at. So if it's just chain, so that one day, you forget your makeup at home, and your lipstick, and your jewelry, and you just forget it all at home. And you know, you look okay. But, you know. but, but, if there's intrinsic beauty, there's nothing to do about it. You can't make yourself ugly. So now, when it comes down to Mitzrayim and Sarah, maybe try to make yourself ugly and she failed, now I know you're, you're a fast Mara. I know it's Yofi, it's not Chayim. You knew she was beautiful from the beginning. That's what the Vilna Gaon says. And I conclude with the following. I tell my Talmidim, if you're going to start looking around for this so-called movie star, because no one else is beautiful for you. You're an Apicarus. Apicarus? You get the Gemara? Against the Gemara? Why? Because the Gemara says, Benos Yisrael Yofosei. Gemara Paskins. I'm serious. It's a Psakalacha. Benos Yisrael Yofosei. What that means is, not every single one, okay. Not every single one. Is that almost all 
the awful saying is that they pass a standard of beauty which is which is fine. There's a few that you know some have something really a little bit wrong. There's one guy uh, who's looking for this super beaut, and no one else meets the criteria. He's an apocurus. He doesn't believe it, but no Australia Yafo say. It's amazing that some of these boys they tell me they're looking for looks, 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 it goes on for years. And Chazal say, we just again talked about it in Shir. That someone who's ma'agin himself, he won't get married. He's looking for a rich girl. And he can't find for this beautiful girl. It's an Avera. For the, for the world, the proper, the proper meters. That's why I don't look for this, all these other externals. At the end of the day, I have distinct recollection. This boy, he tells me, no, I can't help with that. I need some good, good looking girl. Six years later, who knows how long, he marries a young lady. I'm not an expert in looks, but you know, <laughs> the front cover is not going to be. <laughs> well, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. But the beholder has to behold with a proper measure of Yerushalayim. I'm over time, I know. I'm sorry. We'll stop here. Next Tuesday, we'll continue with this series.